0: The NBA trade deadline is less than a month and a half away, and the Sixers are reportedly eyeing two huge trade targets. We'll talk about that and the history being made right in front of our eyes by Joel Embiid. Perfect. What is up everybody, RB here, welcome into Philly Take with RB, you know the drill by now, hit the like button if you enjoy these videos, subscribe to the channel, ring the bell, don't miss any of the coverage as today we are back, and we are going to discuss some trade targets, there's some reports being thrown out there, a lot of rumors, right, trade season is going to heat up, but before we even get to that, we need to talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Joel Embiid, and shout out to everyone who was rocking with me last night on the live stream, as you can hear, I'm still very much under the weather. I was not going to make this video today, but I had to, and I will tell you why in a second. But Joel Embiid goes out there, and the last week, you know, he's putting up asinine numbers. Like, you can't even believe this stuff. Like, he's up there with the greats right now, making history. And, and, you know, he's had 40 points out of his last, you know, four out of five games, right? He's had 30 points in the last 13 games. He's had 30 and 10 in the last 12 games. First guy to do that, since Kareem in 1972. This is not normal, ladies and gentlemen. And he goes out there after everybody said he was only dominating the bad teams, the Wizards, the Pistons, etc. And he puts up 51 freaking points against the number one team in the NBA, the number one defense in the NBA, and a defensive player of the year candidate who's averaging two and a half blocks per game in Rudy Gobert. Okay, the is over right now. Said and done, Joel Embiid is the best player on the planet. He is absolutely out of his mind. In fact, Anthony Edwards last night had this to say after the game. He says, my brother was texting me like, quote, I ain't never seen anything like it. And says he's unstoppable, man. I don't see how they lose a game, honestly. Well, guess what? eh? If you want to slide on over to Philadelphia, pair up with Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid, I would not be mad about it. I would not be mad about it because right now, I agree, Ant, nobody can stop this guy. He is on another world. And I know a lot of people come through and they say, oh, well, Let's wait to the playoffs. He can't do it in the second round. Okay, fine. You can have that opinion, sure. But then don't watch till the playoffs, right? You can't take away from the greatness that is Joel Embiid right now. He is on a different planet. Nick Nurse has elevated this guy to a different stratosphere. I've never seen anything like it. And then when you take it in consideration, he's 7'2", 280, doing the things he's doing out there, right? And everybody's now complaining about the fouls. Well, guess what? He had a game this past week where he only had six free throws. And he still put up 40 plus. It is out of this world. He is on a different level. He is determined. He wants to win. And in fact, he actually did an interview with ESPN earlier today where he said, you know, I want all the MVPs. I want all the championships. I want everything to help build my legacy. And honestly, the way he's playing right now, who knows? Joel Embiid is actually on pace to become the second player since 1954 to finish a season with more points than minutes played. And the only guy to do that is Wilt Chamberlain, 1961. And Joel Embiid right now is leading the scoring race. He's averaging 35 plus per game. Can this keep up all season? Probably not. But he's also averaging 12 rebounds per game almost. And I mean, look at this scoring race. This is one of the best scoring races we have seen maybe ever. Six guys averaging 30 plus. I mean, this is nuts, man. And Joel Embiid has more points you know, each year as we go on, he's averaging 30 over the last three years. It's it's just insane. It is insane. But you're probably wondering, RB, is sound tough. Why are you coming on here and even doing this? And it is because today the first MVP poll dropped. All right, we'll get to the trades and all that. We'll get to how the Sixers can get better because guess what? Maxi and B were spectacular last night, but nobody else really showed up and they still need another piece. But the first ESPN straw poll was dropped today. And, uh, you know, nothing else needs to be said here. Joel Abid is absolutely blowing away competition. He has 63 first place votes. Nikola Jokic is number two with 21 first place votes. They do these in regular intervals throughout the season. It is the closest indicator of who is winning the MVP race. And right now, Joel is blowing away everybody. That's all you need to know. Joel is on a different level. And hopefully he can help take this team over the top. But how will he do that? Tyrese Maxey's elevating. Vote them two into the All-Star game. Why can't they both start? Go do it right now. But they need help because last night you look at the box score. And once again, Tobias Harris, I'm not trying to pick on him. Nine points on 10 attempts. They're going to need that third option, or maybe they need more role players. There was no Batum last night, no Rocco. You know, Oubre didn't really step up. He's been a bit cold since coming back from injury. Melton got hurt, so they're going to need more role players or another piece. And according to Shams Charania, They are already monitoring different situations. They are already looking into the market. And I want to know from you guys down below, drop a comment. If you're watching this right now, who is your number one trade target? If there's a guy out there right now that you're honing in on, who should the Sixers go out and get? And before I give you my thoughts, let me give a shout out to our sponsor of today's show, better help. If you guys are out there and you know, anybody that, you know, seeks therapy or even needs any type of help or anybody that's gone through a mental health experience, You know, you can relate to this closely. I've definitely gone through some tough situations before where I wasn't feeling the best and I could have used, you know, an outlet or somebody to just talk to or open up to. And I didn't know about such an easy, accessible outlet like BetterHelp because their mission is to make therapy more affordable. And it makes finding a therapist so much easier because it's online and remote. All you have to do is have a couple clicks, right? Answer a few questions about your needs and boom, they're going to match you with a therapist right then and there within a couple days You can connect with your therapist, talk to them via text, chat, phone, or video call, and you can message them at any time. And if your therapist is not the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist for free without having to worry about or stress about the insurance, all the extra things that go into it. You don't have to go into the office, right? Couple clicks, boom, you're connected. So if you are struggling out there, you know anybody that is struggling out there, refer them to BetterHelp. Consider online therapy with BetterHelp and get 10% off of your first month by clicking the link down in the description, or just go to betterhelp.com slash Philly Take. It's never a bad thing to reach out and seek help, but let's talk about seeking help because the Sixers are going to need it with Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey, and according to Sham Sharania earlier today, there are a couple names, a couple situations that we've kind of hinted at before, but The Sixers are looking into these guys, Zach Levine, OG Ananobi. Those are two names to keep an eye on as guys that Philadelphia has monitored. This comes from Shams Charani. What do we think about Levine and Ananobi? Well, I'll give you my thoughts on that in just a second. But Shams also threw in an interesting nugget at the end of the little video clip that was going around. He says, quote, there are a lot of teams keeping an eye on Tobias Harris as the trade deadline approaches. A lot of teams are keeping an eye on Harris and seeing what happens with him, but the Sixers want to keep him around. They know how important he is. And this goes back to something I said a week ago or actually just a couple of days ago. Like if the Sixers keep winning, they're 19 and 8 right now. If they continue to pile up wins, I don't think they're going to make a big splash move because Daryl Morey has constantly expressed his interest in future flexibility, and we know that coming up this summer, sure they got to go out and, re, you know, sign Maxi to that big extension, but They're going to have space to go out, maybe get one or two max slot players. And if anything, why not just build on the momentum here, right? First year with Nick Nurse, et cetera. Let that contract expire and go out and get more value if they cannot find a piece right now that they like that much, right? So Tobias is a very interesting situation. I feel like he's kind of, you know, reverted and settled into what we can expect from him long term. And I just don't know if he can help win the Sixers a playoff series along with Joel and Tyrese because, you know, it's not like he's an excellent rebounder or an amazing defender, et cetera. So definitely keep your eye on Tobias Harris. But in terms of Levine and Ananobi, you know, I think the Sixers will do their due diligence. But as Maury said the other day, they're looking for two things. One, to not rush into a deal and be forced to have to make one. And two, a two-way player, which would more so fit the likes of an OG Ananobi. You have the system down packed now. You have what guys are calling the, two, the best two-man game in the NBA with Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid. You need the guys around them, the sharpshooters, the 3 and D guys, the guys who are going to go out there and be horses on the glass and rebound, guys who are going to get their hands dirty and be great perimeter defenders. You need those role players. You need to build that prototype. And I feel like they're trying to do that. And I feel like guys, you know, similar to Batum and Ubre, those skill sets can really help the Sixers, right? So maybe they go out and they look at an Alex Caruso. Another guy I really enjoy right now that I'm keeping my eyes on is Larry Marketing in Utah because they're going downhill. And sure, right, you go trade for Marketing or Ananobi or Levine, you're going to have to eventually pay these guys an extension. With Levine, he's already got four years left on the deal, and that's a hefty price. You go out and trade for Ananobi, for example, or a Siakam, guess what? After this year, you're probably going to have to pay him an extension. So it's almost like going out this offseason and signing a guy to an extension. Rather, you're just paying him now and hopefully he can help you win a world championship. But, you know, when it comes to Levine, I think the Bulls have been down bad. I think Levine, I think all these guys would bring positive impact to the Sixers, but who's going to get the most bang for the buck? If you bring Zach Levine and here's his contract this year, for example, right? 40 million dollars goes up to 43, 45, and then a player option for 49. That could really haunt you down the line if it doesn't work out. Keep in mind, he'll be 31 at that time. You know, how much will he have left in the tank? Maybe he'll be one of the best players. Who knows? But OG Ananobi, a younger target who's 26, only making 18 and a half million this year, would probably be easier to navigate via trade even if you don't include a Tobias Harris. And then next year he's got a player option, but he's probably going to opt out and look for a big extension. So there's also familiarity with Nick Nurse, right? He's a two-way player, great defender, shoots a high clip from three and doesn't always need the ball in his hands. I think Ananobi would be a good target. I think Levine could be in a certain capacity. If you could pull in Levine and also get a guy like Alex Caruso or another depth piece, maybe that would work out as well. Maybe you look in into Utah, right? Danny Ainge is going to try to fleece the Sixers, but maybe you go try to work a deal for Markkinen or even Jordan Clarkson. You still have some time here to kind of evaluate as teams get worse and go downhill, but you look at the bottom barrel of teams right now, And it's not like any of those teams, for the most part, have superstars that are willing to be traded. So I just have a feeling at this point that the Sixers are going to monitor based on how the next month goes if they continue to win rapidly. I don't think they make a big time move, but say they start to slack a little bit, right? And Tobias stays in this rhythm he's in. I could see them trying to part with that contract, get a couple more expiring deals, maybe role players that could fill in around and beat in Maxi and, you know, try to help this team compete the best way possible. I don't think they're a championship team at the current state, but they have played very well. They have the system in place. The coach, Joel Embiid, is playing on a different level this year, and if they go out and make a couple right moves and get the right pieces, there's no reason this team won't be a hard out in the playoffs, even against the Boston and Milwaukee, so I'm excited to see what they do here, but you know, all these names are going to be linked to the Sixers, and it's already starting today, so give me your thoughts down below. Give me your trade target, your top trade target for the Philadelphia 76ers. And as always, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. That being said, I will catch you all on the next one. Peace.